Hey guys, it's Saturday, around half three, about the normal time I usually do this. And really, I am, uh, I'm so tired, I can't imagine um, this being too many minutes today. Anyway, so I've just, did the, just done a post on Instagram uh, talking about uh, chasing down design ideas. And it wasn't a huge post, it was just a simple thing that I have been um, trying to resolve now for probably the best part of two years. And it wasn't until I was out in one of the local pine forests today that I actually figured out the easiest way to do it. Um, and what it is, it's a little 3D pine tree that I make for kids' playsets. And I think in the last two years I've probably made I don't know seven or eight hundred of them um, but I always find them to be time-consuming because of the transition from the top of the trunk to the underneath of the first set of branches and I can never do them quickly where it's become apparent to me that that's the way to do it I've done them several different ways several different times and I just never seem to be satisfied when I finished with them. They all look great, and that I just, there was just something in them that bothers me. You know, I figured out what that something was today, and it was just a simple transition error. Uh, and I hadn't noticed it until I had been bending over uh, using the chainsaw to uh, buck a small log that was on the ground. And as I stood up, I looked over across the track, and there's a set of there's a, a stand of plantation pines over there, and they're row after row after row. But they're in a, because they're in a line. I thought, oh, I wonder if what I'm doing wrong is because I'm getting the thickness of the trunk wrong in relation to the underneath of the branches. How am I going to find that out? I know, I'll run over, find one of the little renegade trees that just seems to always grow on the side of uh, pine forest plantations through seed drop and uh, see if I can figure it out. So off I went, across the track, pair of gloves on, ran my hands over the underneath of the bark and then sure enough, by being able to feel my way through the problem on a real tree I was able to figure out what was wrong on the model tree that I had uh, in the office because I keep a small box of um, model pieces in my office so that if I'm on the phone and a, car and a customer asks me uh, about dimensions or anything about that product I can actually pick it up and and measure it off whilst I'm on the phone and give them an immediate response. Anyway, what it comes down to is this. At the heart of it, I'm a designer. I will always be a designer. I will always be a maker. That was my chosen profession long before I ever, ever lost my eyesight. And I think for me, part of the reason why my gear is always so different 
is because I don't rely on my eyesight and I don't rely on the false sense of perception that eyesight can sometimes give you. So in all ways, I guess that affords me the luxury of being able to get right to the heart of the design or a conversation or anything really because I am not clouded by visual presentation. There is nothing that screams to me, oh, this is how it is visually. So therefore I start looking for the truth in either the design or the conversation or whatever I happen to be engaging with at the time. And really that's design as a whole. It's chasing a concept until you capture it. And that's what I did today. Now I made that model uh, winter of 2017. So about this time in 2017. And it's been sitting in the box. It's been out of the box a few times because, you know, having to talk to customers and things. And I have a template for it uh, that I use when I am putting the pattern on wood. Uh, and I ran home and I grabbed the temp I grabbed the, the box down off the shelf and I immediately sat down um, and closed my eyes and it's stupid because I can't see. There's no need for me to close my eyes, but when I close my eyes and I simply let my hands do the design work, I can sometimes and most often overcome whatever problem it is because I can feel my way through it and when I've been afforded the luxury to be able to feel the real thing and then come back and apply what my muscle memory remembers of that to the model I was uh, very easily able to spot the floor and once I was able to spot it I have just now taken down uh, my set of carving knives off the shelf and I've reshaped the bottom of that tree. Well, actually, not that particular tree, but an, another tree I had here uh, that's near identical. And um, lo and behold, design issue fixed. And really... That's what design is, an iteration of design really is. It is keeping at it and keeping at it and keeping at it until you have resolved all what you consider to be all issues and that you, you are happy with the design. Um, because really the authenticity in the, and the presentation of the product will be directly proportionate to how happy you are with your own designs. And for me right now, absolutely chuffed with that design. So I have an order for those uh, for next week. Um, and I am now much happier about having to start that order than what I was prior to my discovery earlier today. So onwards and upwards. Uh, day two of haul. The physical stuff is over. I still have several hours to go in the office uh, to prepare to fire up the, the machines again next week. I have a veritable truckload of orders I have to get through. So it'll be all systems go and uh, it'll be trees or us. So with that, I shall say 
Thanks for listening and I will chat to you tomorrow.